What if you could lose weight without counting calories or setting foot in a gym? What if you could cut food cravings while still eating your favorite foods? What if you could stop all the mind chatter you currently have around food and hunger? These what ifs are reality for people who make intermittent fasting, or IF, part of their everyday lives. Welcome to the What If Diet Plan Podcast, hosted by me, Alexis Cano. I'm a full-time working mother of three little boys who has finally discovered a simple solution to a very frustrating problem for so many people. I rediscovered IF in 2018 and adapted it to my personal lifestyle, which allowed me to regain my health and lose 50 pounds without sacrificing myself in the process. My goal is to help other busy women realize that they are not alone in their food and weight struggles and to provide some tools and tips you can use to begin transforming your body and mind today through intermittent fasting too. Please keep in mind that I am not a medical professional or therapist, so the information shared on this podcast should not be taken as medical or therapeutic advice. Please be sure to consult and work with your physician and therapist before following any new dietary plan. So with that, let's get started. Hi everyone. Welcome back to the What If Diet Plan podcast. I am Alexis Cano and I'm so glad to be a part of your world today. Also, since this episode will be releasing on March 9th, I want to wish you all a very happy International Women's Day. I hope that you are able to honor and celebrate yourself and all the inspirational women around you in some way, shape, or form. Okay, now I know I probably say this every week, <laughs> but I really am really, really excited about today's episode because the tool that I'm going to share with you today has been a complete game changer for me in my intermittent fasting and weight loss journey. Today, I'll be sharing with you the tool that I developed called the What If Mind Shift, which is basically the written process that I used throughout my What If journey to challenge my beliefs around food, culture, and body image, and to overcome obstacles and reach my ultimate health goals. Now, if you've read my book, you might be wondering what I'm talking about, because I don't mention the What If Mind Shift process anywhere in the book. Well, this is because I discuss aspects of the What If Mind Shift worksheet in my book, such as identifying destructive thoughts and beliefs, and asking good what-if questions. But I had not actually created the structured version of it when I published my book. It wasn't until I received questions from my wonderful readers asking for more guidance on the thought-watching process, and identifying beliefs, and coming up with good what-if questions. Although I outline my process in the book for easing into intermittent fasting and adapting it to your personal lifestyle, I didn't offer a structured process for watching and questioning our thoughts and beliefs. Now, I did this on purpose because I believe that we're all different, and I really wanted the what-if diet plan to be flexible so that you can create your own lifestyle plan once you've learned the basics. And quite honestly, I didn't think that the specific method I used was anything special. And I didn't want anyone to feel as if they had to do it my way. But after finding myself describing my method to person after person, I realized, huh, maybe it would be helpful to offer a more structured way of doing this. So I took the written method that I used and refined it and structured it so that anyone can use it and make it work for them. Now, the What If Mind Shift implements concepts that I learned from some of the incredible experts and thought leaders that I personally admire such as Albert Ellis, Renee Brown, Eckhart Tolle, 
uh, Mel Robbins, Michael Singer, Brooke Castillo, Stephen Covey, Gay Hendricks, Victor Frankel, and I mean, honestly, I could go on and on because I know I'm missing so many amazing people. Tony Robbins. <laughs> but I basically, I really wanted to take everything that I'd learned from these leaders and condense them down into something that was quick and easy to do. One overarching theme that I kept seeing from all the people I just mentioned is how important our thoughts and beliefs are if we want to create a good life for ourselves. Okay, and also one last one, Carl Jung. He's amazing. Anyway, now when I first started watching myself for destructive thoughts and beliefs, I have to admit that I had some trouble identifying them. At this point in 2018, I just read Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now, for the third time. <laughs> and I really resonated with his statement about being the watcher of our thoughts. I mean, intellectually I knew what he meant, but it was much harder to put into practice in real life. Another reason that identifying my thoughts was important to me is because I've always been a fan of Albert Ellis's ABC framework. I don't want to take up too much time talking about him, but in a nutshell, Albert Ellis was an American psychologist and creator of Rational Emotive Behavioral Therapy, or REBT for short, who suggested that our emotions and the resulting consequences of those emotions are the direct result of our beliefs rather than the activating events that take place in our lives. A stands for the activating event, B stands for our beliefs about the event, and C stands for the consequential emotions and behaviors that we have about the event. In other words, it's not the activating event in our lives that makes us feel good or bad, it's our beliefs about them that do. For example, take the activating event of getting married. Getting married is an exciting time for any new bride or groom, right? Well, it really depends on how that bride or groom thinks about getting married and what their beliefs are about it. If we think or believe that getting married is an exciting new chapter in our lives, well then yes, the event of getting married will make us feel happy or excited. But if we think or believe that getting married is holding us back from our full potential or a huge waste of money, <laughs> well then that activating event of getting married could make us feel angry or upset. So again, it's not the act of getting married that makes us feel good or bad, it's really our beliefs about getting married that cause our emotions and behaviors towards it. Ever since I discovered Albert Ellis's ABC framework, I've been fascinated by it, and I actually presented on it a few times in my professional career as a tool to overcome burnout and compassion fatigue. Brooke Castillo also offers a similar framework that she calls the model, which I've really enjoyed using as well. Both of these tools have been very helpful to me personally in overcoming a lot of negative emotion that I was feeling towards my job, my husband, my body, and other areas of my life several years ago. If you're interested in learning more about these tools, you can always find more information about Albert Ellis and the ABC Framework or Brooke Castillo and the Model from our friend Google. They're both incredible resources and tools for looking within. So. All that being said, when I started my what-if diet plan, I had already realized a couple of things. One, our emotions and the resulting consequences of those emotions are caused by our beliefs, not by our circumstances or the things that happen to us externally, which we have no control over. And if you want to read real proof of this, I highly recommend that you read Viktor Frankl's book, A Man's Search for Meaning. That book is without a doubt life-changing. 
And two, it's important to be aware of our thoughts and beliefs and willing to challenge them if we want to make permanent changes in our lives. So with those two things in mind, I'd like to take you through a brief walkthrough of my What If MindShift worksheet. If you're at a computer or a place where you can pull up the worksheet, you can find it at www.thewhatifdietplan.com. The link is front and center right on my homepage and free to download. No pop-up windows or email addresses necessary. <laughs> if you don't have the worksheet in front of you now, no worries, you can still follow along. So step one is to write down a goal that you want to achieve or an issue that you want to resolve. Next, you're going to write down all the mental chatter, which I also like to call mind drama, that you have about the goal or issue that you just wrote down. In other words, what are all the things that your brain tells you when you think about this goal or issue? Now, I know this might seem a bit tedious, especially for us busy women who are always tending to other people's needs. And quite honestly, it's going to feel a bit weird to write down your thoughts if you've never done it before. But I've found that identifying our thoughts and beliefs around a goal or issue is vital to achieving the results that we want. So whether positive or negative, scribble it all down, get it out of your head, and onto paper. Next, you're going to come up with five useful what-if questions that you can ask yourself to identify possibilities for success rather than what currently is. In other words, the what-if questions you ask should help you shift your mindset towards a solution for resolving your issue or reaching your goal, not against it. For example, the what-if question, what if I fail, is not helpful because it's focusing your mind away from your goal rather than towards it. But the question, what if I succeed beyond my wildest dreams, is a pretty good one because even if you can't fully believe it at this time, writing the question down at least shifts your perspective towards new possibilities towards reaching your goal. Another what if question that I like to ask myself often is, what if this is the start of something incredible? Or what if I can learn to enjoy the process? Once you've written down at least five useful what-if questions, if you think of more, then by all means, squeeze them in there, but at least five, pick one that you feel is the most helpful. Usually there will be at least one what-if question that resonates with you the most, or makes you feel hopeful or empowered to take action. You might get goosebumps or notice yourself smiling or getting excited when you read it. It's also helpful if the what-if question that you choose is one that you really believe. From there, you can create a brief action plan, which is basically a list of actions that you will take to get closer to your goal or resolve your issue. This does not need to be a long drawn out list either. It could simply be one or two small steps that you can take now to move further towards your goal or towards resolving your issue. Finally, I suggest that you write down your why. In other words, why is reaching this goal or resolving this issue important to you? Now, this is something that I actually didn't start doing until about a year into my process, but I learned that it was really important to get clear about why I wanted to achieve certain goals. Plus, writing it down required me to focus and get real about my reasons. It also served as a good reminder that I could go back and look at if I needed motivation. As thought leader Simon Sinek puts it, Achievement happens when we pursue and attain what we want but success comes when we are in clear pursuit of why we want it. Man, that's good stuff. <laughs> so if you're interested in putting the what if mind shift to work for you, please visit my website. 
www.thewhatifdietplan.com and download the worksheet from my homepage. If you have any questions or comments or would like more information about any of the resources I mentioned in today's episode, please feel free to click on the Contact Me tab. I'm always available to help or listen or give a word of encouragement. Until next week, take care and we'll connect again soon. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please be sure to subscribe and share with a friend. You can also leave an honest review through your preferred podcast app to make it easier for other listeners to discover. If you're interested in learning more about me or the What If Diet Plan, you can visit me at www.thewhatifdietplan.com where you can see a free preview of my book as well as before and after photos of me throughout my weight loss weight gain, weight loss, weight gain, roller coaster ride of a journey before I discovered IF in 2018. Please remember to celebrate your small wins and keep asking yourself good what if questions. Until next time, take care and we'll connect again soon.